0: Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Armando Luna, and we're broadcasting from our homes in Portland, Oregon, nestled in the heart of Cascadia.
1: And I don't have the show notes up. My name is Aaron Flores. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations with the... about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way.
2: we covering bicycling, trains and transit, infrastructure, adventures, and today we're talking with the Chingonas.
1: Yay! Que más Chingona! That's... If you know, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of... Uh, I'm, I'm excited about to hear from these... Uh, folks because they're very um fun and lively in real life so uh, i think it will transfer over well to to the podcast how was your long weekend aaron
1: uh i'm gonna take a pass (laughs) (laughs) how was
0: how was your saturday and sunday Aaron? i've already
1: done that thing (laughs) Uh, okay i will say yesterday was pretty cool we did a uh like maybe about 25 miles worth of riding into St. John's and oh, then yeah, like yeah. up around the, the Northern part of that peninsula. And uh, there is a trail along the Columbia Slew that I've never biked before uh, near the water treatment plant.
0: Oh yeah. That's a good one.
1: Um, and it gets kind of gravelly. Mm-hmm. Did I mention we were on Bromptons? Cause we were no, on Bromptons. No and I. Yeah. It was, <laughs> we got rad on Bromptons and Ooh. they had, they handled pretty well. There was only one, one, issue. And what's great about Brompton's with the small wheels is you're already kind of low to the ground, a little hard to wipe out too, you know, too dangerously. So that was cool. And then we went to our friend Jimmy's place and, uh, hung out, had drinks. He had a hot tub going, but we didn't have our trunks. Um, but a few of us dipped our feet in anyway.
0: Hey Guthrie, how was your weekend?
2: My weekend was, well, um, Went out to sisters and did some cat sitting for some friends, and got to kind of just stay uh, out in a part of Oregon that we don't get to spend too much time in, and then yeah, just riding my bike around, lots of bike riding. <laughs> so cool. Been... I wanted
0: I wanted to head down there midweek before. Well, now I'm running out of time um, before the Mackenzie Pass opened up to cars. Oh yeah. Is that next weekend? Oh, I want to say it's the 10th when it opens up to cars. Okay. Yeah. I've been wondering, I tried to check that cause
2: um, we went into sisters and there's a spot that's like a bike rental shop um, and they had some McKinsey pass info, but we were looking it up on their site and it, it it said like what the snow conditions were, but it didn't say like whether it was actually open or not. Um, so I wasn't able to find good information about that mm. when I last looked for it.
0: I don't think it's open all the way to the other side. I think you can do it out and back basically.
1: Mm.
0: That's fine. That's, that's fine with me. Uh, but I didn't. That I, would be helpful. I would want to <laughs> I I spend the night because I don't want to drive three hours and then ride and then drive three hours home. Yeah. yeah. That's a long long drive. It's a long drive. (laughs) We like,
2: uh, had planned to go, uh, rock climb. Yeah. On the East side of Mount hood and like camp over and come back into town today. But, um, we ended up making the drive back one day early and just having a like leisurely day today to reset things and not like rush back from the mountains and then be like, sweet. Now I have to cram five days of work into four days of work. Um, It's a good feeling to like have the laundry done and things like that. As weird as that sounds, <laughs> Aaron deferred. Did you? Did you work this weekend, Aaron?
1: No, I didn't. Oh, you uh,
2: you deferred and then you didn't defer.
1: I deferred because I ranted earlier. I figure, uh,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, I've, I see. I've, I've I've had my I've done my time. You know who? You know who hasn't talked <laughs> but about But the show their- hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know who hasn't talked about their weekend, Armando? Yes, I. I've seen some evidence you've been up to a few things, perhaps even a jump start on on palooza. Oh yeah,
0: there was a there was a palooza kickoff ride. What's today? Today's Monday. Sunday. Yeah. Yesterday was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday Sunday. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, Rich was the leader. Uh, he hosts the Foster Night rides. If you've ever oh, done okay. those, um, Rich Baker, I believe, is his name.
1: And that, that ended, like, to join up with Zubom, is that right? Uh,
0: It it went from Lowerhurst Park to downtown Portland uh, Salmon Springs Fountain. Oh, okay. And then I actually left from there because I, I didn't have time to do everything all night long. Uh, but I, they moved on from there, and I believe they went towards uh, underneath the Fremont Bridge. But I'm not sure what happened after that. I haven't heard back from anyone. But yeah, there was about uh I would say about a hundred people on that ride. Damn. And uh we uh took over um Hawthorne. We rode Hawthorne all the way down across the bridge. Ooh, nice. It was pretty fun. And there were families on the ride, that was really nice. So people of all ages were there.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um can I ask in relation to uh the pandemic that we still are currently in, like how how did you feel? I mean, you you stuck around, so I imagine you felt pretty safe.
0: Um I think a lot of the folks that were at the ride had been riding with each other throughout this time. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have a feeling that people knew the status of what other people were. Um, there was a lot of oh do you, do you do you want me to wear a mask? Do you want me to not stand so close to you i've Fair been on. I've been vaccinated you know, things like that. I'm months vaccinated, you know, so a lot of conversation like that was going along a a bunch of people, especially with a bunch of people I haven't seen for over a year. Um, so that was really good. I, it made me feel more comfortable, but I wore my, I wore my, uh, I wore my gator mask when we rode. I like that. I like being sort of anonymous.
1: Yeah. I've gotten accustomed to like wearing my mask a little less while I'm riding, but just in and around everywhere.
0: Except today was like 90 and it was like (laughs) hot. Was it 90 today?
2: I think it was
0: 91. Somebody said. Holy shit. Okay. (laughs) I thought I was just going crazy. It was 88 when I just came into the house. Oh, okay. Well, I don't feel too
2: bad about how I felt in the heat today. I thought it was like 75.
0: Well, maybe I don't know. That's what I heard. I heard it was ninety-one.
2: I'm seeing. 88 oh no, now. I just, I just don't, I just don't look at temperatures. I don't, I don't look at, like I looked at weather last week because there was something that we needed to take photographs of. So somebody asked mm. me to look the weather up for them. But uh, I just, ha- I have no clue. Like you could be like, it's hundred forty, and I'd be like, okay, sounds good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 140. a bummer. Forty tomorrow. Feels like Thirty. Tomorrow's the kickoff. The Petaluma kickoff right tomorrow, and it's supposed to be ninety again.
1: Ooh. Wait, the pedal kickoff well, ride is tomorrow, but the kickoff ride was yesterday.
0: Yeah, I don't know how. I, I would say that was a, I mean, because it's technically not pedal yet. So uh,
1: right, yeah, tomorrow's June first. The the sort of official correct beginning right on. Uh, for those of you who don't know, pedal here in Portland, uh, originally. A month's worth of just bike fun. Um, If you like a thing, there's probably a ride for you, whatever that thing is. Uh, In this year, they've increased it to uh, all summer long. And yeah, I'm really excited. I was looking at the calendar and June and July are already packed. June especially is just packed. Honestly, I, I... I kind of want to like take a take a review of like all the rides that I want to do in June, and if any of them are in conflict, talk to the ride leaders. Be like, "Hey, can you move that one to July <laughs> so I can be on uh, the other one?" <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to hit the uh yeah. Sunrise Coffee tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, that would be cool. Five a.m. Right?
0: Uh, yeah, meets I guess starts at five fifteen. Okay. On Mount Tabor. That looks really cool. Yeah. And say <laughs> say really... happy birthday to Michael Mann, cool. whose whose birthday is today, but he's the one hosting it.
1: Ah, uh, nice.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think the plan to have Petapalooza go three months long instead of one month is was to spread things out. It was so not yeah. there weren't so many things crammed into a, one month.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Plus that's three months of
0: bike fun now. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll have to pace myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how many so I'm I'm thinking of how to phrase this question. Well, how many I'll just start off. How many rides are you hosting this year?
0: So far I'm hosting one, two, three, four. I think only four. Okay. But, but you
1: have you have one that is like every week,
0: right? No, no, no. But I um but of the four, two of them—well, probably three of them—are going to be monthly.
1: Monthly, right. okay.
0: So, 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 for example, tomorrow I am hosting the um, bike shop ride, bike right. shop ride North Portland edition, uh, and so in July I hope to have the bike shop ride probably Northeast edition, and then I. I actually did some of Southeast the first time I did it, but I still need to finish some other shops in Southeast that I didn't get to. Right now, So that's my plan. And then like the ding ding ride. I want to have the ding ding ride once a month.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Super fun. Uh, will there be a Guthrie ride this year?
2: That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> um...
1: Well, if you don't know... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, so theoretically, somebody else could do a Guthrie ride. I would go on that <laughs> ride. That'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> Guthrie with a Y. So, if anybody wants to throw the gauntlet down, uh, you're welcome to. But, uh, God, I don't know.
1: Um, I'm gonna do the Guthrie ride, but not. It'll. It's not the Guthrie ride. It's the tribute to the Guthrie ride.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good way. to put it. <laughs> the Guthrie ride tribute. that would be good. It's and then still folks the same. Show route. And Be like,
1: aren't you? Aren't you
0: Guthrie? Yeah, but this is the tribute ride. <laughs> well, what happened to the first one?
2: Oh, he's fine.
0: <laughs> it's like the the tribute bands that come out.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Oh yeah,
2: that's
1: fair.
0: Um, yeah, sh- you know, gosh,
2: um, oh, I've just been doing so much like solo riding lately. I think I have to like get my head back into gear. I've been doing like one to three people riding. Um, and I officially hit my two weeks tomorrow with my second shot. Oh, nice. Um, so I feel like my brain has just like, is in process around thinking about pedal palooza. Like I'm not quite there yet, uh, in my head, but having it be three months, I think is really nice. So I would anticipate a Guthrie ride, maybe not in June, but perhaps in July or August. End of August would actually be a really good time for Guthrie Ride, because that's pretty close to my birthday. So I feel like that would be in the spirit of it.
0: Oh, it'd be good because if normally normally you have months. Guthrie ride at the beginning, and maybe you can have Guthrie ride at the end. Right? Yeah. It's like a little
2: <laughs> cap or cap off or something. <clears throat> Usually I like to get it out of the way because then I'm all like, now I don't have to stress about this stuff. <laughs> but um, um you know it's a pretty proven route. I feel like I I uh lead the ride I want to lead. So that can kind of happen whenever I just have to be really explicit about the, um, stopping procedures. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let me, let me get back to you in like three months. It looks like Katja <laughs> joined as well.
0: Cool. It's our guest.
2: What a treat.
3: Sweet. My name is Arlie. Uh, she, her pronouns, uh, brown and proud (laughs) Latina. Um, been writing for a hot minute, probably like, uh, more than 10 years, uh, maybe 13 years started as like fun, dab, dabbled in like, maybe a little bit of, competitive but then I was like nah that's not for me but I still love to ride so I'm here and doing the damn
0: thing <laughs> that's what's up thank you thank you
4: can go uh, I'm Katya Reyna uh, she a pronouns um I have been riding bikes most of my life like since I was a little kid um I lived abroad for a semester in Amsterdam, and that was when I really first started commuting every day because I had to, (laughs) Um, but I loved it. And I think that was the first time I really relied on my bike so much. And when I came home, I was just like, I got to keep going. And so I've always kind of always had a bike on deck since then. And yeah, like I got early, I dabbled a little bit in competition. I did like a little baby triathlon a couple Years ago, it was like a little sprint. Um, and the biking was the most fun part. <laughs> I hate running. So I decided uh, that I was just going to focus on biking and swimming and not so much running. Um, yeah. And it's been really nice to just ride in community. I feel like that makes it. That's what makes it fun. Nice. What's
5: up, Ashley? Uh, she uh, pronouns. Um, yeah, Aries, Sun, Gemini, Moon, Sads, Rising, we all side. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> uh, subs, I qualify, describe myself as an gay. so we're out here. Uh, <laughs> I've been riding bikes since June of 2019. Got a bike for commuting, and after the first week, just fell in love with it. My legs just... Wanted to spin like I would be laying in bed at night and I just wanted to keep going and (laughs) kind of haven't stopped since it's been awesome.
0: Well, we had uh, the gentleman from uh, the Bike Park Northwest group on the show. Um, And it was interesting because I I had people talk to me about the show. I'm like, oh, yeah, the Bike Park stuff. We're, We're really interested in that. But it didn't seem like there were a lot of women there. And I'm like, that's why you should get involved in it, because there are a lot of women in it. And uh, that's partly why we wanted to have you on the show, um, because of that, but also because you have been bringing it so much with your rides and the Chingonas. So why don't you talk, why don't you guys talk about the Chingonas and what that is and how it came about and what's it like?
4: Do you want me to start? Go for it. Okay. Um, I can talk a little bit about it because I think sometimes I feel like Chingona ride was born a little bit outside of, out of me feeling anxious about going on the bigger rides. Um, or at least that was part of it. I think part of it was like, I just want to ride with my friends and I want it to be chill and I want it to be fun. And I want it to be about going our own pace and taking up space. And, um, Yeah, I think, uh, I love the bike pot crew and I will think, I do think it is a, a little male dominated, but I think that's changing. Um, I think that's shifting, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, I think it really, originally it was just the three of us just going on a ride and just wanting to ride together and be silly and, sing Selena songs and be loud. (laughs) And I think after the first two rides, we were like, we should invite our friends. Like we should, you know, invite some homies out. And we invited some fellow women and femmes of color to join us. And then I think smash and uh, posted it on bike Park, And then that's when we got like 15 people and then we got 20 people. And now we have like 25 people and it's kind of different every time. Uh, but it's kind of become this really sweet ride. Everyone has a really good time. And the three of us, you know, lead everybody through the streets and we go our own pace. We take a lot of stops um, and it's just about celebrating feminine energy, feminine of color, women and femmes and trans folks of color energy on bikes. And yeah, just taking up space.
3: Yeah, I just want to um, definitely add on to the the fact that, you know, cycling has always been known as a male sport since its inception and since it was like invented. Um, and it's always been... Uh, an issue for women to be on a bike it's been unacceptable and so um eventually obviously historically we were able to overcome some of those hurdles after much fighting and pushing back and um it's kind of i mean at least for me like reclaiming that that layer of sexism that that bicycling cycling was born out of And also um, racism. A lot of African men weren't able to join cycling groups. Um, And it's still a barrier (laughs) to this day because it's very classist and elitist. Um, And so I think for me, for Arlie, like Chingona Ride is, is, is in and of itself a resistance of brown uh, women and femmes of color uh, taking up space and going against everything that has been pushed against us and, uh, yeah, reclaiming that, especially, you know, in Portland, which is a very white uh, and the cycling groups are male-dominated. And so um, we're just trying to reclaim that in all of our brownness and uh, pushing back against uh, another way of pushing back against like a structure and a norm. So that's kind of what it means to me. And and as Katya said, born out of just the three of us dicking around (laughs) having fun and taking up space and playing selena and being loud and making people uncomfortable when we would roll by with our loud ass selena music um and showing people what's up and and like we're here and we don't care so and 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 now it's it's like beautiful because now it's not just the three of us it's like 20 of us (laughs) and um i think also what what led to that was we were just like, it can't just be us, you know, us brown femmes and women that are just the three of us that are wanting to to be out here and do this, just claiming or like tapping into that feminine energy. So clearly the turnouts have been pretty, pretty rad. And it's it goes to show that there was a need and a want for that, especially now with the climate of how things are unfolding in the world so yeah I'll turn it to ash
5: yeah all, all of those things honestly it's been really dope to just because it's like <laughs> as a brown woman like just being out in the world like I'm always loud and I'm always taking up space and it feels really good to do that with other folks too and it feels like just sharing all of that joy is just like the most badass thing that we can all do together. And it's fun to just have like this. I don't know if it's, I don't know if you would consider it safe because I don't know how safe we could all ever really be, but being all together definitely feels powerful and, you know, learning how to ride bikes in the city can be just really intimidating as it is. So being able to help folks like, navigate through what that feels like all together as a group I think definitely empowers people to get like more confidence to get out on their bikes and that's what it's about like just stay outside as much as you can and in different ways so I love that we can help them this way biking is my favorite way to play outside so it's great that we can share that with so many people.
0: Katja you said you were um in Amsterdam, and you were commuting by bike. Do you still commute here in Portland? Are are you in a position where you commute to work?
4: Uh, not really. I work from home, and okay. I did even before the pandemic. So I don't. Um, and honestly, like until probably this year, I was didn't. I just wasn't very familiar with Portland and Portland bike lanes and streets, and so I didn't feel as comfortable. Um, And so I feel like actually riding with this community and riding with Ashley and Arely like is, has made me more comfortable riding in Portland. And now I'm riding my bike more than I ever have like places where I would normally drive. I'm like, Oh, I could actually just bike there. (laughs) And I know like the safe streets and I've, you know, tried out these streets with other people. And so it's not as scary. And I think we've had a lot of chingonas tell us that we've had so many folks come up to us and say, I hadn't ridden my bike in years or I had never ridden a bike before this. I had never ridden my bike in an urban setting and riding with y'all has made me confident in riding now by myself. Or they're like, I went on that same route we went on and tried it out for myself and it was great. Um, So that's also what it's about. It's about having folks become more comfortable on their bikes and become more comfortable with, you know, where we live and riding their bikes where we live. And myself included, I was definitely not a comfortable bike rider up until probably this year, at least in Portland.
0: Um, so some of your rides, I think you normally have them in the afternoon or maybe the early evening. Um, do they go into the evening? Do they go until where you have, you have to ride with lights on? So are you guys riding with lights on in the dark at the end of the ride? And if you and if you are, is that how how is that different as a big group like that?
4: I think, I think we usually wrap up by. Sorry, you can go ahead, smash.
5: Yeah, I think we usually end up like right as the sun is setting, so we're not all taking up space at dark, dark. Okay. But um, we've been able to talk with like local bike shops, um, so Community Cycling Center, CCC, Metro, Metropolis, Metropolis that's how you say it <laughs> metropolis, metropolis. <laughs> i call it metropolis
2: I should keep metropolis yeah. it's awesome <laughs> i love it
5: um and uh ride p and w as well uh we've worked with them and they've donated uh, lights locks helmets and such so um at our last ride we were able to roll up with like a big box um of things and so whoever needed you know safety gear we had it on deck for them which is really cool um so to to also support in that way because i mean even just lights can cost 40 bucks and a lot a lock too if you know you want a decent lock so it feels good giving these tools out to people making it more
3: accessible because bike parts
5: are expensive (laughs) so yeah, It's just buying the bike, right? Like, okay, we'll get the bike and then it'll be all right. And then it's everything else. And it's
3: like, no, you need a helmet. No, you need shoes. You need a light. You need a lock. It, ugh. And yeah, you how need about a-
1: that rain jacket,
0: backpack. right?
3: The, oh, yeah. The $200 rain jacket.
0: <laughs> That's good that uh, some of the people that maybe are newer to um, bicycle riding have this opportunity to uh, to ride with your group and, and learn about some of that stuff because it's if you're by yourself it always makes it more difficult to to try something new you know to try something new like that um, and even if even if it's not just biking even if it's something else and I think you guys are doing other things too is that right Ashley
5: yeah yeah we're playing outside in all the ways. So we've done rock climbing together. We're out on kayaks together, stand-up paddle boards. We're just trying to play outside and take up space in all the ways. And it's pretty,
4: pretty rad. (laughs) Yeah, we have uh, a chingona, uh, Brina, who is a skater. Uh, She roller skates, and we've talked to her about leading her own little event chingona skate and so yeah we're kind of whatever anybody wants to do we're trying to do it we have another friend naz who was leading cross-country skiing clinics up at teacup all last winter and that's that's part of that too you know we're trying to get just more folks of color more femmes of color outside so i think any sport that anybody wants to try outside. I think we're really trying to encourage that. and trying to see if we can get a group together to do it together. Yeah, archery too.
5: We did archery recently. Like we've just been playing outside. (laughs) We're trying to get a skateboard group going. So any chingonas, what do you want to do? Let us know. We'll make all of our dreams come true. (laughs) Yeah, we're,
3: a few of us have tried all these, all the things um with the hopes that we can expand it to the broader group at, like and like share it with everyone um right now i mean i don't know what y'all you uh smash and katya think but like the chingona rides are on deck every first wednesday and then s- eventually we'd like to empower everybody else like once winter comes to push nas to be like hey nas like let's how can we make this more of a broader thing for the chingones and a few of us tried archery so it's like all right let's maybe we have more conversations inviting more chingones so we're dipping our toes and we're seeing where we're seeing where it goes like the rhymes dropping them bars for
0: y'all <laughs> maybe that will uh, be given the next activity the...
2: <laughs> oh yeah that'd be a good one um given given all the activities uh, are, th- are there some favorites that have risen up uh you know it's come together over biking but is actually like a mad uh, archery rock star at this point like how, how are all of the activities going in their respect
5: All the activities are lady titty. (laughs) I love them. Uh, Biking will always be like bike is life. Like for me, hands down, like bike is life, but archery was dope. I think we're getting ready for the apocalypse. So like I'm on (laughs) deck now.
1: (laughs) Be looking for y'all.
5: Come help me. (laughs) Roll through on our BC. Let's go. (laughs) Get all my pegs. (laughs) Okay.
4: Yeah, I feel like I like to dabble in a lot of things. I like to do a little bit of everything. Um, So we went rock climbing a couple weeks ago with Everybody Climbs. It's a new organization here in town. Um, Went to take more POC out rock climbing. And that was really cool for me. I had never rock climbed outside before. Um, so I definitely want to try more of that, but I kind of do a little bit of everything. I love cross country skiing in the winter. I like swimming in the summer, biking whenever I can. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so much just a one sport person. I feel like I get bored. And so I like to switch it up. (laughs) I like to do as many things as I can. Um, and I just like trying new things. Like even if it ends up not being something I want to necessarily do all the time, like it's kind of nice to try it once. Archery was really fun. That was really cool. <laughs> Arlie, what's your favorite way
5: to play outside right now? Um, It's been a lot
3: of biking. Now that the summer, or, like, summer's peaking its head through, I am riding my legs off. Uh, yeah, and I am also usually stick to uh, – a few i do a lot of things but my top are like cycling hiking um i'm doing a lot of running uh i'm just learning i just learned how to cross-country ski so for the winter i'm definitely trying to find a winter sport because these winters be rough out here so so yeah
0: carly do you ride in the winter
3: I'm trying to embrace it. Uh, I'm from California, <laughs> born in Mexico, raised in California. I hate, I don't like cold, like headwind when it's raining and it's cold. We actually, a few of us went to Sisters to do Mackenzie Pass. And it was like, I don't know. It was bad juju. My My friend and I, Tried to, we're going to do it twice. We went up, my bike, my shifter broke. I had to come back down and on one speed. Uh, I didn't finish it. <laughs> went back up the second time. It, it rained on us. We had to come down because it was like hail, rain, frigid cold. And those are the conditions that I just don't, I don't mess with that. That's not my jam. Especially coming down, it feels like you're getting pelleted, like someone's shooting at you. So... I mean, I, we all have our limits, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, can, I don't think I can mess with, with hail. That's not my, that's not my business.
2: <laughs> when did you go up? We were just talking before the recording and before folks hopped on. Uh, we're like, ooh, is McKinsey's Pass still rideable coming into this week? Because I, I think Armando, if I'm correct, the road opens up soon, but it might not be yet.
4: I think it opens mid-June, no? Like June 20-something, Oh, nice! So we went May twenty first, twenty second, twenty third, whatever that weekend was. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I thought it was the condi- besides that storm that hit us. I thought the conditions were pretty great. It wasn't like too crowded either. I don't know how y'all felt, but I felt like it was kind of warm, and then it was cold at the top. Um, but overall, like. Pretty good.
5: I don't know. I feel like that was like my first time on a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. I didn't realize. What I mean, the cold. It was cold. It was colder than I expected. Like I thought that it was going to be like Portland cold, and it was not. I'm like we're going to be peeling off layers. (laughs) Girl was putting on layers. (laughs) The more up we went, I thought it was going to be less. I was putting on more. Um, But yeah, it was. It was cool. Literally cold but it was beautiful it was worth it
4: yeah i should say i'm from chicago so i like the cold (laughs) i like the snow (laughs) and i used to bike when it was really cold out (laughs) back home so i like playing in the snow and so yeah not like my cali babies here they need their sunshine (laughs) it's true
0: (laughs) yeah i'm from illinois also and uh the the cold doesn't really bother me but weather conditions on the mountain was something i had to learn since i moved here and just how you're talking about it can switch like that and not only become uncomfortable but can become dangerous uh you know you you go through some of that or get close to that even once and you're like okay i get it now i get i get how people can get in trouble on the mountain Mm -hmm. and uh we did a training ride uh for the Swift Summit with through uh, Gladys Bikes we were doing the um, the Century Curious and mm. we rode out and I was pretty much just like this and it was like I don't know mid 50s here in you know here in the city as we got closer to uh, uh, Troutdale and we crossed the river right by where uh, you start riding up and the temperature dropped at least 15 degrees and so I want to say it was like 45 degrees and I'm like, I, I am not dressed. I don't have extra layers. I don't have anything to write up there. I am not going any higher than we are right now. Uh, Cause I know, now I know, I'm like, now I know. It's like, once you learn that, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna risk that anymore.
3: And people don't like, I don't know. I've, I've found that people don't respect mother nature and how powerful she is. Um, people just be like, I'm just gonna like climb this mountain and do it and it's going to be cool and don't really take into consideration that you could legit like just die over frostbite. Um, and that's, I don't know, it's kind of disrespectful and I don't know, I'm bringing like the disrespect for nature and not honoring I like when I ride sometimes I just especially out in the middle of nowhere and it's just beautiful. I'm just like, wow, this is so gorgeous. This is so beautiful. Thank you so much for gracing me with this beauty. And giving up, like giving me the opportunity to enjoy this nature. And people sometimes just go out there and are like, I'm going to claim this mountain and I'm going to make it like mine. And it's like, there's like aspects of colonization of colonizer. Um, thought that goes into cycling and like mountaineering or climbing and any type of sport that deals with nature. And, and I don't know, I just feel like it's disrespectful and then also can get you into a lot of trouble if, if you don't know how to respect and honor it. So.
4: Yeah. When I lived, I lived in Colorado briefly and I remember having a conversation with someone about the language, the colonizer and conquering language that's used around what they would call conquests. Like they'd be like, yeah, I slayed that mountain. I bagged that mountain. I bagged that 14-er, like I killed that ride. It's like, what's with all the like violent language and like very like conquering language. Um, It's like embedded in us and it's like embedded in our society to like conquer nature. And we say it in like everyday sentences without even thinking about it. And so I've been trying to be more conscious of that Um, I think context plays into that. But I think especially when I would be around like men and it's more specifically white men, a lot of that language is a lot more prevalent. And, and in, I was living in Colorado, which is a very, it was a very white space. Um, And I, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I, I agree with what Adelaide was saying. Like, I think that being outside is really humbling. It like really, shows you that you have some limitations and that you need to like check yourself and that yeah i mean anything can happen out there and you are just another creature in this earth and you know you don't get special privileges you don't get um special rights to any of this land uh, more than anyone else so yeah i think whenever something like a storm hits i'm like okay all right (laughs) like (laughs) It's humbling like i know i got i gotta get off this mountain like you're right i'll leave like it's cool <laughs> i'll come back another day when you want me up here like it's fine and uh sometimes i think we joke about that too where it's like yeah she didn't want us up there today that's cool like you know it's her space to land
2: <laughs> i think that's a really uh graceful way to look at it um there's, you know, the saying like the mountain will be there and just having that respect and that deference for stuff that's so much larger than ourselves. Um, you know, the humbling aspect and the the thanks aspect, the appreciation for these spaces and what they can teach us if we're listening um, instead of bringing like our ego to the table is really special.
0: Um, the other thing I wanted to say about that, I think you guys I read somewhere, I think I saw it on social media that, um, you had gone surfing or were going to go surfing or somebody was surfing. Uh, and that's another one of those, uh, I think for me personally, that's one of the, again, being from Illinois and going, you know, into the ocean in California, it's like one of those humbling things that, uh, you, you just get humbled by the ocean. The ocean is powerful and you are humbled by it.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a member of bike park, uh, Her name is slipping me right now, but, uh, they have been, they started their own surf club. It's called the feel good surf club. And they're trying to go out there. They told me like almost every other weekend, I think, and taking BIPOC and queer folks out on the water. Um, they raised some money recently and are able to purchase, I believe purchase two boards for lending out during those times in case folks don't have the funds to, uh, rent And I think they're hoping to get a couple wetsuit loaners, too, because it's pretty cold out here in the Oregon waters. Um, I've only surfed up here in Oregon, and it's terrifying. I'm a pretty good swimmer, and it's terrifying. So I agree. The ocean is incredibly humbling. Just smacks you around. Like, just no mercy. Just smacks you around.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine what it'd be like surfing on the Oregon coast. I lived in Hawaii for two years and surfed a little bit. I didn't really get that into it. Um, but then moving back over here and going to the coast, it's like two different worlds. I I won't even go in the ocean <laughs> over here. It's it's scary, man. It's always cold. <laughs> and it, Yeah, it is cold, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, oh, go ahead. you always need a wetsuit.
4: Like, I don't think there's ever a time of year where you wouldn't need a wetsuit to surf here. <laughs> I think in California, like, there's certain times a year when you need a wetsuit and other times you don't. And here, I'm pretty sure it's just, like, all the time.
1: Um, back to the Chingonas ride. Um, is there a set route that you, get, that you all normally take? Uh, do you switch it up uh, and what uh what influences like what route you're gonna take or is it just like all made up on the fly?
5: It caught us Ah! (laughs) we just go where the spirit moves us, man.
1: (laughs) Ah, What's up? There's value in that.
5: (laughs) Kind of what feels good and where haven't we ventured and where would be a cool spot to show folks just to commute and get around in the city and just kind of get a broader map of you know portland as it is our little big city that we live in
4: (laughs) yeah we we do scout the rides beforehand just because we used to not uh, (laughs) but now that it's such a big crew we feel like it's our responsibility to make sure that there's no like funky spots where it could be dangerous, especially for beginner riders. So the three of us usually go out and scout the route. We stay around 10 miles. We don't, we haven't really gone over 10 miles yet. Um, just to try and keep it, you know, party paced, chiller type ride. But like Ash said, like, we're just kind of trying to show people different neighborhoods, different taco spots, like places that we like to go to, um, (laughs) And yeah, we, we typically, you know, start sort of central, but we, we, you know, we venture out, you know, Northeast, Southwest, wherever we need to go. So we
3: try to keep them short to, you know, just to accommodate different writing, different people's writing levels. We don't, you know, we don't want to make it like a 20, 30 miler or anything like that. And usually 10 to 15 seems, you know, accessible for, for everybody, beginners and, Um, people that just want to have fun and just be in community and and talk. And we'll usually stop at a park or two and just, like, hang out and socialize and uh, then be on our way. There's, like, 10 miles will probably take us, like, two and a half hours because we're just going at such a chill pace that where everyone's kind of able to stay together and, and not drop um, and talk and socialize. And then when you throw in the, the hangout every now and then, and then afterwards we'll just go get food. We'll, um, it's just social way to get out there and socialize and move our body and yeah, be in community. And then we try also to not, not include any like gnarly, climbing or anything like that. (laughs) We don't want to make people suffer.
1: Has there been been a hill where you like got to it and you're like, Oh wait, wait, no, no, not that one.
3: There is what the last ride by uh, the the skate park. (laughs) There was like that gnarly hill. You go up after what was, Oh my gosh, I'm brain farting
4: which wait, which skate park the skate park the roller skating rink oh oaks park yeah. oh yeah so we were okay so we were on a uh, springwater corridor and then we were climbing up right by selwood riverfront park you have to climb up um, oh yeah yeah i think it's t- tacoma street maybe yep.
1: Yep. to get into Selwood proper.
4: Yeah, yeah. and then you, we, we're getting to, like, 7th, and then we're going to turn left and, like, go back north. But that climb... <laughs> and we, like, knew it was a climb, Adeli, because Adeli and I had, like, done it a couple of days ago, but something about climbing with 25 riders <laughs> is like really sketch sometimes, or it can feel sketch. Yeah. Um, also, like, you know, I'm, I'm struggling on it. Like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> like... <laughs> We're gonna get there. And I like, I usually go really fast on climbs because otherwise I'm worried I'm just gonna roll back. (laughs) Like, just get it done. I'm like a sprinter, I'm not a marathoner. (laughs) And uh, so I'm always trying to get up there as quickly as possible. Um, But I know other folks, you know, take it slow and steady. And like, that's kind of what's cool too about riding with so many people and so many different people and different levels of riders is like, everybody rides different and like everybody likes to go at different paces and take hills differently and like some people really like going uphill some people don't like going downhill vice versa and it's kind of again just humbling to know that there's other people you know who might also be kind of freaked out by certain things or some folks that you can see improving across the week some folks that maybe were nervous to go on certain routes are now totally fine and like leading the pack you know, weeks later and feeling good. So there's definitely like a a growth aspect to it too.
3: And empower, yeah, definitely empowerment and helping each other out and yeah, just helping each other out and, and encouraging one another and being supportive, which is a really beautiful and healing space when you're navigating a world that sometimes doesn't give you that as a person of color um we build our own community that nourish that provides that you know nourishment and healing
4: and yeah. oh, when oh, go ahead,
5: all, like when we can all do this hard thing together like we're doing it together and like that just builds so much community too because it's like things are hard things are never not hard especially just navigating through the world and then looking to the side and like okay what do you got (laughs) it's just so cool because it's like we're in it together and it's like I don't know there's just something really beautiful about that too it doesn't feel so impossible when you're when you got somebody by your side you know in it with you too
4: yeah and usually I'm in the front and smashes the caboose and Adele's work in the middle, and, like, I don't always see what goes on in the back, but I hear about it, and, like, I know that Smashley's always, like, with whoever's maybe not, is not doing as well, or not doing as well, but just, like, um, having a harder time, or, like, somebody's chain falls off, or, like, somebody falls, and I know Smash is there just, like, it's cool, we'll get there when we get there, you know, like, I'll wait with you, like, no rush. We got this. Like we're waiting. And like, I know people appreciate that. Like, it's like no rushing, right? Like, no, we're on our time. We got time. The Days are long right now. You know, like people are going to wait and we do wait. Like sometimes I just stop at the, we just have this front stop and we just chill. We just stand around and we talk and I'm like, yeah, we're just going to wait. Cause you know, somebody's, somebody needs a little more time. And that's taught me a lot. You know, I'm not always the most patient person and I love that. I love that. That's like part of our ride too, is like, we're not rushing. It is about the journey (laughs) and like, just chill. Like you're outside. Like why, you know, just enjoy yourself (laughs) and uh, we'll get there when we get there and we'll finish when we finish. And so I really appreciate, I know like Adeli and Ash, especially are like constantly like making sure people are feeling good in the middle and the back and making sure nobody gets left behind or even just feels like they're going to get left behind or feels like they're being a burden. Like there's just none of that tolerating our rides. And I love that.
2: That's like the the special spot, the place of presence.
4: Yeah,
3: definitely.
1: How has uh, the community reaction been overall? Has there been like, I don't know, like a, I, I don't know, like has, has there been like any bystanders be like, yeah, that's what's up, or like you know the other way around? I don't even want to really talk too <laughs> much about it. good vibes only, right? But
3: good vibes. <laughs> we got a little, we got a little bit of
1: everything. Yeah,
3: all right, we got a little bit of everything. Um, I don't know how how much we want to say but we've had haters or and that's whatever we're you know when you're doing something that's going against the norm it's bound it's bound to happen and I think for me at least it's like I've been thinking about it and it's like you know what that's validating for me like if you don't have haters it's because like maybe you're not doing something that's pushing against the norm of being a brown person in a space that's primarily white. And if we're getting some haters or like a space that's primarily male dominated, then hell, like for me, I'm kind of now in a place of like, hell yeah, that's, that's what I want. Like I want, I want people to feel uncomfortable. I want people to like, not, you know, like what we're doing because it, because it makes them feel uncomfortable, it goes against societal norms. Um, so I'm, I'm like, bring it. <laughs> bring it. We're going to keep fighting here. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. So I don't know what Ash and Katya feel.
5: Yeah, haters have been sipping that hater aid since 92 for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they can stick it in their little juice box and suck it. <laughs> we ain't about it. <laughs> I'm just trying to ride and vibe. Like if you can't catch this caboose, then that's all right. It's just not for you. (laughs) And that's okay. Like Arlie says, like not everything is meant for everyone, you know, but we're going to be out here. We're not going to, we're not going away. We're just getting bigger. We're just getting louder. We're just taking more time. And that's, I mean, that's the energy that I sit in and that's what I throw out. And so if that doesn't come back, that's cool. Like, they can't project that energy this way. <laughs> it's not mine to own. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that.
4: <laughs> yeah, and also often, that period. <laughs> uh, oftentimes, we'll be writing and like without fail, ladies that are like, what ride is this? What, like, what group is this? And like, I have to use every ounce of energy to not be like, don't worry about it. (laughs) You can't ride with us. (laughs) Like, this isn't for you.
2: (laughs) Love it. Well, for folks that, um, might feel right at home on the Chinkonas ride, uh, where can they find you? Where can they get in touch with you, uh, reach out and become part of the magic. If that is the right place to be.
1: Uh,
4: we have an Instagram it's uh, chingonas outside, and we made it chingonas outside because we're delving into other <laughs> sports besides biking. But right now, we're because it's summertime and it's beautiful out. We're definitely focused on chingona rides right now, bike rides. Um, so yeah, chingonas outside on IG, um, bike park PNW. You know, is um, also a great group. We're, we can, we you know we're definitely associated with them, and they have their own IG as well. They have a Slack channel now for members to stay in contact, and yeah, it's I think it's all pretty accessible through IG, and uh, I think that's probably the easiest way. I don't know if y'all have any other ideas.
5: I mean, you can always slide into my DMs and say what's good because I'm always down to writing and vibes. So. <laughs> So smash the patron on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Say what's up to your girl. <laughs> Just write in bite in Biden in, in food.
3: Yeah, smash smash is the 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 connector, the fa- the face of the group. She's she she knows what's up. She's <laughs> she knows what's up. She's making it making the moves we're trying to get this girl
4: sponsored you know we're trying to make dreams come true you know
5: keep me outside phil <laughs>
0: sponsor
5: i got my first taste now i don't want to go back in
3: <laughs> yeah
5: we're, we're mainly
3: on ig um to sit us up there uh we'll be we just started we're baby ig so hopefully we'll be posting more as the rides and and progress and the more like we'll be able to bring more chingonas to do more things. Cause it's definitely like the three of us have been talking and it's like, we don't want this. Like we want this to be everybody, everybody's space. Like uh, all the chingona spaces, you got skills in roller skating, yo build it, do the chingona community. You got skills in cross country skiing, like bring the community together it, it and that's kind of the, the vision of just like it's everyone's space it's collective it's collaborative um we empower each other it's not just like select this select few people but it's, it's all of us and so we definitely encourage uh as the hopefully as the ball gets rolling and there's more push uh you know People will be stepping up and being like, I'm gonna lead this rock climbing uh day event. Um so that's that's kind of the goal and the vision for it. Um continuing to build community in addition to to cycling other things as well.
1: Yeah, más chingonas.
4: Super mega chingones. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> I think even the chingona ride itself, like the three of us leader right now, but like I would love it if someone else stepped in and was like, "Hey, I want to lead a ride next week with a couple of my buds, like like other chingonas and within the group." I think that's, I think that's part of it too, is like growing into a position where you feel good leading or pick, or maybe not leading, but picking the route, you know, or saying like, Hey, I really like this route. Can we include it next week? And we're like, hell yeah. You know? So yeah, I think it's all very communal and we want it to keep growing to be more communal for sure.
1: Last question. On. We go. Last oh, question, Aaron's go. Yeah. Uh, the Selena series on Netflix. Is it worth watching? Should I, should I sit down and <sighs> watch it? Should I stick with my memories of JLo as, as Selena?
4: I'm gonna let it take this one. <laughs> Yo. Uh
3: it's it's gonna sound bad. It's like a train wreck that you're like driving by and it's like you can't help but watch because it's like, dude, what the, what happened? But you want to watch it, but it's like cringe. That's <laughs> that's my critique of it. Um, definitely doesn't. It's not as good as the J Lo movie. They my my one of my biggest concerns is that they cast someone that is not true to Selena's like. Uh, look, she's very curvy. She's very Latina, and this the person that they cast is like not that. Uh, and I was just talking to a homie earlier today about it, and we were like, I think it's the right the the writing, how they wrote it wasn't very good. Uh, but if you got nothing to watch <laughs> and you're looking scraping the bottom of the barrel, I mean. Go for it.
4: I was so stoked when it came out. Something. And ever since hearing Adele talk about it, I'm, like, so scared to watch it. Like, I'm, like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I think I need to just, like, keep JLo. lo Like, I just need to, like, hold on to JLo lo and just move on. Maybe they'll get it right in 10 years. I don't know. You can't have
5: a Virgo actress try to play an Aries queen. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, impossible. <laughs> That's where they messed up. Is it Virgo. The actress is a Virgo, oh. but Selena was an Aries. <laughs> By your baby.
4: <laughs> that all makes yeah.
5: sense. Actually, you say that because you're an Aries, baby. <laughs> how
4: did How did you know? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> everybody knows <laughs> he knows it every season, season all year round
5: it's my birthday and it's Friday every day I wake up that's how I live my life
3: <laughs> we on fire baby <laughs>
2: Well, you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> thank you all so much for joining it's been a pleasure to speak with you tonight
4: thank you for having
3: yeah, us thanks
2: everyone
4: Thanks, Thanks for having me. us. Sure. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.
0: you Thank, you. Much fun. Thank you
4: so much. Have a good night. Bye bye.
6: Have a great one. Bye. Bye. We got mail. Hey, we got mail. Hey, Sprocket Podcast. I'm sitting here with Baby Hal on my lap, and uh, Cyrus and Mom are off using the restroom but we are halfway through our little bike trip that we're taking and it's the very first bike camping trip I have taken with the blue cargo bike the Tom's Cargo Bikes number 57 is it 51 I can't remember now Um, but so far it's going pretty well Um, we camped at Willamette Mission State Park and it was a lovely lovely place to stay they just opened it back up for bicycle camp, and one of my favorite things about that one is that there's no regular camp loop, so there's no RVs, there's no generators, there's no radios. Uh, we did we did put the tent up right next to apparently a disc golf course because people played through um, really close to us uh, the evening before, and then this morning, yeah, like 7 a.m. These disc golfers start earlier than I thought they did, but uh, but it didn't cause any problems. It was just a, just a funny coincidence. But what a lovely park. Anyways, we're at Kaiser Rapids Park right now, having lunch, and we're pushing on to Independence tonight, Independence, Oregon, where they also have a hike bike camp, or I think they call it a boat bike camp, down there in the city park. So, uh, I guess that's all I've got to share, other than you should go ride bikes with your kids if you can, and go sleep outside on dirt with your kids if you can, because it's fun. The boys did it exceptionally well, better than I thought they would all right cheers guys
1: uh i do want to give a special shout out slash like uh thoughts out to paula Funatake. oh
0: yeah i uh,
1: hope you heal up well um yeah what'd she say a uh, fractured wrist is that right
0: yeah so paula uh, paula Funatake yeah. who was on uh the show a couple weeks back a few weeks back with um The Baja Divide group, Um, they were, some of the Baja Divide folks and her were doing another ride together in Idaho, I believe. Yes. And uh, there was an incident, I still don't know all the details, between um, her and someone on an ATV, I believe. Um, Is that what it was? I believe that's what it was. Okay. Um, So she got banged up some, broke a wrist, a few cuts and bruises, Um, and I haven't heard back... She's doing well. She's doing well from the from the, the crash, I guess. But uh, I haven't heard since then. All right. I haven't heard anything worse, so I'm taking that as good news. Yeah. Yeah,
2: indeed. Um, a lot of people we've known riding bikes have been aggressed upon this past two weeks, it feels.
1: Yeah. It's almost as if we've forgotten how to socialize.
2: Yeah. I think that's the char- charitable uh view. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I'll I'll take it. I'm not going to I'm not going to fight you on that one today.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> I think I I think I'm superstitious about that. I don't I don't like to discuss uh that kind of thing and like getting flat tires. <laughs>
1: Like mentioning it yep. brings it uh-huh. into existence. Exactly. Yep. I see. I see. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, what was that, Armando? Getting flat? I don't like to, uh, uh, I'm su- superstitious, I think, that way about bikes. I don't like to talk about the bad things about biking. Mm. Like, you'd,
2: you'd like, fit in well on the sailing ships. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a the thing they don't talk about either. Yeah, on sailing
2: ships. yeah they don't, yeah. don't talk about bike flats on yeah. the sailing ships.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good. No, I supposedly don't.
2: <laughs> Unless you've got a Brompton, in which case you might have a bike on your sailing ship. <laughs> Hashtag Brompton.
1: <laughs> um, hey, Crater Lake, the Ride the Rim is coming up, by the way. I thought it was in the fall. It, well, it's coming up in September. It was canceled. Oh, by, oh, right, right, right. Let me clarify. Okay. Rewind. Ride the Rim is back on. It was canceled last year. Got it. It's back on, and I'm very. Are we excited. gonna ride the rim? Yeah, I'm gonna ride the rim. Oh, again. you are? You signed so up.
0: Great. Did you sign up already? Yeah.
1: Well, no, I didn't sign up yet,
0: but I. Oh shoot! I I'm gonna let me look into it. I might do it too then.
1: All right. All right. Well, let's get over We should, uh, It's a bunch of climbing,
0: though, right? It's what? It's a bunch of climbing, right?
1: There's there's some climbing to it. I thought.
0: Gonna get an all e-bike climbing. this year for it. <laughs>
1: Gonna I'm gonna rent going one to from insist, Clever.
2: Do I it on an Urban insist, Arrow.
1: Insist we wake up at six this time around. I'm gonna wake all of you up. I'm gonna make breakfast for all y'all, and and then we're gonna be leaving like before ten a.m. so that there's plenty of time throughout the day. We can go hike down to the to the lake and chill.
2: It's and so uh
1: ride the whole thing.
2: You know what I don't want to do this year is have a flat tire uh, (laughs) departing Salem or departing Portland and then meet at seven o'clock the night before seven 30 and then Uh, find out we have a flat tire and then get in at like two o'clock in the morning and set up camp in the dark. And then Ranger Tom wakes up and he's like, huh, I didn't hear you at all. I had earplugs. And I'm like, Ooh, Ranger Tom with the real life hacks. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, well, you've made it to the end of yet another sprocket podcast episode. Our email is thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at sprocketpodcast.
1: Are you just going to read the whole outro? What's well, happening? I'm just
0: rolling by memory. I've uh, <laughs> <laughs> seen how far I can get. And thanks to the generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners.
1: Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Cameron Lean.
0: Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish
1: eric wise doug cohen miller chris smith
0: caleb jenkinson jp Cooley, peanut butter jar matt
1: marco Lowe, rich otterstrom drew the welder anna andre johnson richard g guthrie straw who's right there
0: <laughs> what
1: in green author of we were like sons and founder of the regrainery
0: campsite mac nurse david jeremy kitchen i'm just still really impressed that Guthrie went through all of that by memory. <laughs> <laughs> David
1: Belay, Tim Coleman,
0: Harry Hugel. E.J. Finanen, Brad Hitwell, Thomas Gato,
1: Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson.
0: Ryan Tam, Jason Offenberg. David Moore, Todd Grossbeck.
1: Chris Barron, Chris Barron,
0: and Chris, Chris Barron. Barron. <laughs> Sean Baird, Simon Pace, Rory Braithwaite.
1: Dude Luna, hey, who's please. on this screen. Emma Rooks, Philip M.
0: Spartandale, Mr. T, who never really left, Mike Initiative Kiwana, and Sarah G.
1: Adam D. Go dig a hole, Beth Hammond,
0: Greg Murphy, Myra Martinez, also
1: Isaac M. Byron Patterson, Kirsten Graham,
0: Aaron G. Rachel Moline, Jimmy Diesel,
1: and our newest sponsor, Christopher Barnett.
0: And thanks to all of our former supporters who helped us along the way.
1: Now, wear your helmet if you want.
0: Wear your high vis clothing if you want.
1: Take your kids out to the woods if and, you want. And, and sleep on the kids.
0: dirt. If and you sleep
1: want. on the dirt if you want.
0: It's really fun.